I didn't know at the beginning that I would be in a position to win the final. Welcome to the No Finish Line podcast featuring athlete interviews and discussion on running, training, travel and adventure. In this episode, I caught up with Iriatis Arispeed, the new IAU 50km world champion for 2019. Iriatis has a marathon PB of 2 hours 13 minutes and 23 seconds, a 5000 meter PB of 14 minutes and 32 seconds, and now an equally impressive 50km PB of 2 hours 47 minutes and 41 seconds. Plus, he has been crowned the IAU 50km world champion for 2019. I caught up with Iriatis after the race where he was quietly celebrating with his team, and we went aside to chat about his race, his training and transition to the ultra hope you enjoy i'm delighted to welcome irides arispeed from spain to the podcast he is the iau 50 kilometer world champion for 2019 it welcome and congratulations on a fantastic run thank you very much how was your race well my race was uh, a bit complicated i would say quite early in the in the first earlier stages of the race I had stomach problems and I spent I would say three quarters of the race getting worried of my stomach issues and I didn't know whether if I would have to stop or if I would be able to continue as I was doing and finally it was getting a bit better and otherwise my legs were feeling good and I was in very good shape so once I got rid of all the problems and I saw I got to 40k in very good condition I thought that, you know, I had some chances and then I was getting closer and closer. Uh, first, the the guy from the United States did that big change in pace and I followed him and then South African came with us and then he got a bit back. South African and me went a bit in the front and suddenly I saw that he was getting a bit behind the guy from South Africa. So I thought that's my time. It was 7K, I think 6 or 7K to go and... I increased a bit the pace, I took some meters and yeah, from then on I was just suffer and, you know, be convinced that I could do it. Now before that point when you said you started to push the pace, I can't really remember seeing you too much during the race. What position were you in up to 40 kilometers? Were you within the pack or were you somebody who was visible at the front? Yes, I was always in the pack, in the front pack, but I didn't show my myself too much in the front. I was just uh, trying to save all the energy I could for the for the end. As I said, because it was my first 50k, I didn't know how it was going to be from 40 to 50. So my strategy was to keep as much energy as possible and then, you know, be able to do a very good end. So that's why I was in the first part, but I didn't show myself that much. I was surprised when I seen you actually taking the lead because I haven't seen you before and I was thinking that this guy is going to get caught because it was a very, very warm day. Now, being from Spain, you're probably used to the heat, but you don't, you're not living in Spain, you're living in the UK at the moment. How did you find the conditions today because you must be acclimatized now to a colder environment? Yes, and actually I'm from Spain, but I'm from the north of Spain, so the weather is quite similar to the, to the weather we have in the UK, and now I live uh, in the UK for the last seven, almost eight years. So it was really, I'm not used to it, to the warm weather, difficult conditions, but I think my shape was very, very good. I didn't feel that much the, the warm weather, but I think it's because I was in very good shape for the race. Now, something you mentioned there a moment ago was that you... This was your first 50 kilometer race. How did you find the transition moving from marathon to 50 kilometers? It's only eight kilometers, but that's a big difference. 
Yes, but I would say that for me it's been a very good transition. I don't know if my physical abilities are maybe better towards a bit longer distances. I don't know. We'll see with uh, with the time. But it's true that the start of the race was slower and I was feeling very comfortable. And it's true that it's eight kilometers more. That adds load to the muscles. They get a bit more sore and, and hard by the end. But I didn't feel harder than a marathon. Uh, I've had marathons where... Uh, I suffered way too much because I started maybe too fast. But this race was kind of tactical race. It was slow at the beginning. And I think that was a huge benefit for me. What made you decide to make the transition from marathon to 50 kilometers? Well, I tried this year trying to get the standard for the World Championship in marathon. But the Spanish standard was very hard, 212. And I missed it because my, my PB is 213. So... This opportunity came out being international again for me. This was my second opportunity to be, to be international after last year's European in the marathon. And I thought it was a very good opportunity. I thought I had some chances. I didn't know how it was going, but, but definitely I would have some chances. So I tried to get this opportunity and prepare myself. You must be really, really happy with that result. Being world champion, like that doesn't just happen. Do you think after this event you will make a move to the ultramarathon or will you try and go back to fulfill some of your marathon goals? Yeah, I think I'm still quite young in terms of my marathon, my athletics career and also my age. I'm 31, so for marathon I'm not that old still. And obviously with this huge result in the in the 50k ultramarathon, ultra that gives me a lot of confidence to keep trying to get myself into the into the ultra distances, especially the 50k. But I think now for me it's time to be between the marathon and the 50k, not going any farther than that. I think there will come time to maybe go to farther distances. But at the moment, my big objectives are still improving my marathon time, trying to be international with Spain in marathon, and obviously taking part in 50k international championships and try to get as good results as possible. So are you saying that you will be defending your title? At the moment, I don't even know when it's going to be uh, the next World Championship. Uh, I don't have any details and it's, uh, I think, too fast to process everything. But obviously, I, I'm not going to say no after having today my best day in athletics so far. So, you know, being able to defend that will be a great thing for me. Well, as I'm watching you walking around, you don't look like someone who has run 50 kilometers. You don't look like someone who has run a half marathon. Your recovery is obviously very, very quick. How do you feel now after the race? As I say before, on the race and also after the race, I've had races in a marathon where my condition after the race was worse than what it is right now. I think it depends a lot in how the race goes, what is your shape in, in that moment and how does it affect all to you. So I think today, as I say, my, my shape was very good. The pace, the slow pace at the beginning helped a lot and I think I didn't do that much damage to my, to my body today. I'm going to talk a little bit about training now because that's what people are interested in and also how you carried out your race. How do you pace yourself? Do you run at a speed or do you use your heart rate monitor? Do you bother with that or, or do you just let the racing happen and stay with the group? Uh, you mean during the race? During the race, yes. All oh, right. Yeah, I, I never race with a, with a heart rate monitor. I do train every day with it, but I don't like to train with it, so... Sorry, I don't like to race with it. And during the race, depends a lot, depends on the race. On my marathons, usually the strategy is to have a pace that I've already 
tried and and I think I'm confident that and also trying to find a group within that pace and try to be in a group as long as possible. But today my target was not any pace. My objective was here to come, even don't look at the watch and try to be in the front and try to get the best position possible. So in that term, I didn't even control the pace or control the heart rate or anything. Today was just a, a, a tactical race championship and the objective was to, to get in the front and try to do the best. Yeah. When you were standing on the start line and you you seen all these very, very experienced athletes around you and you could tell by looking at, at the field, it was very, very stacked field. How confident were you before the race started? I was confident, but it's difficult. Like I'm not a very, very self-confident person either. So I know what training sessions did, uh, I've done in my preparation. I was probably in my best shape. I think I am in, a, in my best shape. So that gave me quite a big boost in confidence. But obviously come here, South Africans, big group of uh, runners who all look very strong, even when you know they started in the race and they, they had a big pack there, Great Britain, Germany, United States. So it was a bit scary actually. And I, I didn't know at the beginning that I would be in a position to win definitely. Okay, well, I was positioned beside your support tent and I noticed that your crew were very, very switched on. They were very good. They were always watching out for you and the rest of your team. So I suppose a big part of your success must come down to your crew as well. You were very lucky to have the people with you that you had. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we did a great team and it's been wonderful being with them. We also prepared this this championship doing a particular stay in an area in Spain in a bit of altitude for a week. So we made a big group, also a good friendship. And I think all those things help a lot, you know, in the in the day and in the performance too. Yeah, that sounds really good because with you being away from your team, it must be hard to gel as a team. So it's good that you have those opportunities. Now, in the UK, are you self-coached or do you use a coach in the UK or somebody online from Spain? I have a coach in the UK. So when I started running in a serious uh, manner, I tried to prepare marathon london marathon and that's when i started about four years ago training hard and i was living in sheffield in that moment in the uk so i joined athletics club in, in there in sheffield i have coach now from sheffield and a group of runners on the track who i do the training with two or three days per week they're middle distance runners so my training is very uh, kind of polarized i do fast things and then slow on my own but yeah i have a group in in sheffield and what's the name of the running club you're with? Uh, the group is City of Sheffield. That's the club. They must be very proud of you uh, having achieved this like, because it's a huge feat to return from a race as the world champion. So I'd say that you'll be, they'll be looking forward to having you back on the track. Yes, yes. Uh, um, I mean, I couldn't uh, talk too much to them. I spoke to the coach, obviously, but not to the rest of the team. But yeah, they were very, very proud. And well, it is a, a big achievement and they have a big part on it because obviously they helped me a lot in the in the training session. They pushed me to the limits and, and that is, I think, essential for, for improving one and again. And what's your coach's name? My coach is John Booth. Okay, so he's the man to go to now for 50 kilometer training. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And speaking of, of training and being on the track, what is your favorite training session? Not the easiest, your favorite one, the one that you think has benefited you most as an ultra runner. 
Mm. I mean, there's a few of them. Give us one. I know you don't want to be giving away your secret, but tell us one. Particularly, it's changed over the time. The, the the session that I think is the best, the latest ones that I'm I'm happiest with, and I think they they was very good for my preparation. They were four or five times 4K, and well, depends. Uh, sometimes with a smaller recovery, sometimes with a bit bigger recovery. But yeah, those those reps in the track at a quite high pace, I think they were very demanding and also very good for improving. And do you do a lot of your training on the track? Yeah, I do. Depends on the on the time of the year. I do two, two or three sessions on the track. And yeah, those sessions are normally at high pace. I would say the slowest I would run in the, in the track in the longest rep is like maybe 305 minutes per kilometer. And then many, many reps are shorter and I run at 250s or even... Uh, faster than 250s so yeah outside of running is there any other sport or activity that you like to take part in uh, apart from running apart from running yes well uh, at the moment i'm just uh, running but before i i was a runner i i was a swimmer so yeah that i think that's where i started building myself as a as an athlete i mean uh, as a sportsman I say is there any sport you might be interested in trying I don't know. I mean, many people tell me like uh, you would be good at triathlon. You were a swimmer. You are a good athlete now. Bike. I don't know. I maybe I, I like to try that, but maybe in a later stage. I think once you are in in something involved, you need to be concentrated 100 percent, and it's not good to you know sw- swap and do other things. I think you need to be focused. And the reason why I'm doing 50k is because it's I believe they are compatible with marathon. Both are very similar. And I think I need to keep on that. Now, if I was to have a look at your music collection, what would be at the top of your list? Uh, I'm not a very big fan of music, but it's true that I listen to it in my in my training sessions when I'm doing on my own because it's you know a long time that I need to be on my own running. And usually I listen to music which is on, on the radio or like uh, hits of the moment. And if I would if I were going to say any artist that I like, I don't know, Coldplay. Good choice. Yeah, I think that would be a, a good choice for me. Yeah. So you've been influenced by the English music scene? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. The music scene in England is great. Now, is there anything that you feel will be of interest to listeners that I haven't actually asked to get you to reply to? I don't know, actually. I think I have told you quite a lot of myself, also for my past a bit. And I don't know. Okay, well, listen, thanks very much for your time. And we wish you continued success and I'll be looking forward to seeing you defend your title. Hopefully, yeah. Thank you very much. And thank you.